This is KJZZ's Sun Up. It's your daily news update in podcast form from here in Phoenix on our state and region. Hi again, I'm Phil Latzman, and we do say this is a daily digest of the day's events here in the Grand Canyon State. And it's for Tuesday, February the 21st, 2023. Let's get going. Well, the National Weather Service has declared a winter storm warning for northern Arizona from tonight through tomorrow night, Wednesday night. Conditions will make travel hazardous, if not impossible. But ADOT is making what preparations it can, as Nicholas Gerbis reports. The warning predicts snows of 2 to 6 inches across northeastern Arizona and up to a foot at elevations above 6,000 feet. Wind gusts reaching 60 to 70 miles per hour will create blizzard-like conditions. ADOT's David Woodfill says the department has 200 snowplows at the ready and its crews will go where needed. If there are stranded motorists and snowed-covered roads, we're going to make that our priority. ADOT's preparations include pre-salting the roads, posting alerts, coordinating efforts, and staging equipment and supplies where they are likely to be needed. Nicholas Gerbis, KJZZ News, Phoenix. A new special committee the Arizona Senate created to review the governor's nominations to run state agencies confirmed the proposed head of the Arizona Department of Transportation Monday. As Jill Ryan tells us, the nominee will now go to a full Senate vote for a final confirmation. Jennifer Toth has worked in public transportation for 25 years, 16 of which were with ADOT. Governor Katie Hobbs nominated her to lead the agency. Toth brings with her three priorities, safety, innovation, and collaboration. But she told the committee that one of her biggest concerns is Arizona's deteriorating transportation infrastructure. When you look at the bridges, um, we have a, a rating system that goes from good, fair to poor. And in 2010, um, good and fair was at 75%. And in 2021, that was reduced down to 64%. She also says the interstate pavement conditions went from 75% to 51% in the same span of time. Jill Ryan, KJZZ News, Phoenix. State lawmakers want to put the brakes on what messages can be shared on those electronic billboards that are posted along freeways. Kathy Ritchie has more. You know the signs. Get hammered, get nailed is a popular message used by the Arizona Department of Transportation. But during the COVID-19 pandemic, those signs were also used to encourage drivers to get vaccinated. Now lawmakers want to make sure that never happens again. Here's Republican Representative Neil Carter. They are a little bit distracting, um, so they do put on things sometimes that are not related to transportation, and that would be, I think, inappropriate. But also what we're trying to, we're worried about is, is the government effectively using it as a kind of advertisement for other things. The measure would also ban ADOT from warning motorists of no burn days during periods of high pollution or honoring a fallen firefighter or police officer with a rest in peace message. The bill, however, would still permit silver and blue alerts. Kathy Ritchie, KJZZ News, Phoenix. Since opening last year, Brick Road Coffee in Tempe has established itself as a safe space for the LGBTQ community. On Sunday, it was hosting a drag story hour. But as Kirsten Dorman reports, the coffee shop had to be evacuated mid-event when Tempe police informed the business of a bomb threat. The bomb threat was made over the Internet, prompting the event to shift to an online format. Drag performer Felicia Minor went on to host the story hour via live stream and on multiple platforms. In a statement, Tempe Mayor Corey Woods said the threat was called in by a hate group. Woods said Tempe does not tolerate hate toward the LGBTQ community and no person or group has a right to create chaos and spread hate in the city. 
Kirsten Dorman, KJZZ News, Phoenix. A fuel tanker carrying 8,000 gallons of fuel was punctured on a road in central Phoenix Sunday, leaking hundreds of gallons of gasoline. Phoenix Fire Captain Todd Keller says firefighters used berms to stop the fuel leak from spreading. It's kind of like a like a barrier borders the fuel that's leaking, and then they'll actually put stuff over the grates of the storm drains to prevent any fuel from getting in there. A second empty tanker was brought in to transfer the fuel from the damaged truck. And nearby Denny's and Circle K were evacuated, but no injuries were reported. Some GOP state lawmakers want long-term care facilities in Arizona to have a chaplain program. Kathy Ritchie is back to tell us the bill is one of three measures related to nursing homes put forth by the same senator. The bill is sponsored by Senator Steve Kaiser, and it would require facilities to create a chaplain program where they would visit residents twice a week. As it stands, the measure would apply to both skilled nursing facilities and assisted living centers and care homes. In a statement, the Arizona Healthcare Association, which represents skilled nursing facilities, called the bill an unfunded mandate. Kaiser's other long-term care bills include one that would require the Arizona Department of Health Services to create a dementia services program and update the Alzheimer's state plan. The other would allow a third party to perform long-term care inspections instead of DHS. Kathy Ritchie, KJZZ News, Phoenix. Former President Jimmy Carter's family announced over the weekend he has entered at-home hospice care. Carter, who is 98, had a series of short hospital stays before making this decision. And tributes are being made across the country to his work, including here in Arizona. Terry Goddard was Phoenix's mayor in the 1980s when he met Carter. Carter has been, to so many of us, uh, this enduring legacy, this person that just kept going. And now he's 98 years old. He's certainly entitled to a rest. Goddard says Carter will be best remembered for his humanitarian work that was made possible by his one term being in the White House. An ASU paleontologist has identified a previously unknown species of ancient turtle that helps fill in a 12-million-year gap in the Cretaceous period. The 90-million-year-old fossils were part of a collection at the Arizona Museum of Natural History in Mesa. They've been gathered legally from the Zuni Basin in New Mexico in the late 1990s. Here's researcher Brent Adrian. I got to looking at it more closely and started looking in the literature and comparing it to what's known and realized that it had a combination of features which was unique. So I realized pretty quickly that what I was looking at was a new species. The species differs little from relatives 15 million years earlier, which suggests the turtles developed certain advanced traits earlier than once thought. Well, with the number of Cubans arriving in and traveling through Mexico increasing, the country is now offering a program for those seeking to reunite with family there. From the Fronteras Desk in Hermosillo, Kendall Plust has details. Starting Friday, Cubans with relatives already in Mexico can sign up for expedited visa appointments, according to Mexico's foreign ministry. Those appointments will take place between April and June and are a response to what officials say is a high demand for reunification visas. Hundreds of thousands of people have left Cuba amid an ongoing economic crisis on the island. Many who reach Mexico are on their way to the United States, but a growing number of Cubans are settling in Mexico as well. Mexico has close ties with Cuba, bringing in doctors and vaccines from the island and pushing the U.S. to end its more than 60-year embargo of the country. Kendall Blust, KJZ News, Amosio. The Arizona State University Art Museum recently received a half-million-dollar grant that will support Latino curators. 
Funding came from the Mellon, Ford, Getty, and Terra Foundations that provided the award as part of an initiative to support the advancement of Latinx art in museums. Mickey Garcia is the museum's director. I think that the reason it's important to support Latinx art and Latinx curators is because we have we live in a country um, that really respects and upholds our institutions, our libraries, our museums, places that hold the stories of our people. ASU is one of 10 institutions across the country to receive the grant. The funding was received in partnership with the Kala Alliance, a Latinx arts organization that's based in Phoenix. In sports, spring training has sprung around the Valley. 15 major league teams reporting for workouts. The first games begin later this week. The Arizona Diamondbacks, the hometown team, will take on the Rockies in their spring debut. That'll be Saturday at Talking Stick in the Scottsdale area. In basketball, the Suns are off for the NBA All-Star break still. They'll resume Friday when they host Oklahoma City. They're hoping to get Kevin Durant in the lineup soon. Hockey, the Coyotes trying to extend a nine-game point streak tomorrow. Their second longest in franchise history. They'll host the Calgary Flames and local teams had the night off. And that does it for this edition of KJZZ's Sun Up, Arizona's morning news podcast on this Tuesday, February the 21st. I'm Phil Latzman. Thanks for spending some time with us today. Hey, let's do it again tomorrow, shall we?